Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. My name's Christy. And I'm Chuck. And this is the Robinette's Nest. It is. <laughs> Tweet tweet. tweet, 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 tweet. The Oriole was just singing a second ago. Right, we have, we have lots of birds. I feed all the birds, and yes, we have an Oriole feeder right near the window there. So you might hear it. You might. We have quite a few of them out there. We have lots of animals. Oh yeah, we do. We've gone through this before. Yep. Inside, outside, all that. Mm-hmm. So this week we went to, or last week, I guess. We went to see Matchbox 20. Right. And Matt Nathanson opened for him. And there were so many people. Yeah, at Pine Knob. And people are crazy. And they are. And I enjoyed myself. Mm -hmm. But people are nuts. Let's talk about crazy people. Crazy people. So we get there always early. Always early. We are only 15 to 20 minutes away from the concert. From the amphitheater, correct. Which, God love it. Yes. It's amazing. Because we used to live an hour away and we'd be stuck in traffic and blah, blah, blah. Don't miss that. So we get there super early. Mm -hmm. We get our seats and... I wasn't disappointed in our seats, but I, we, now we've had these tickets for three years. Three years. It was supposed to be Matchbox 20, the 20th anniversary in 2020. Yep. COVID hit. Yep. Delay and it the to the following year. Yep. 2021. Nope. Still COVID. 2022. His wife was ill so and immune said, compromised. Nope. So it took three years. So here we are. And we had purchased, I don't even know why, we had purchased two tickets in another section, and then we purchased two more, we purchased two more tickets in a closer seat. I, I don't know why we did this. Well, I think it's because, again, it was three years ago, but I think I got tickets and those were the closest I could get then. And I looked again later on in the afternoon and there were closer tickets, so... And we were going to sell the other tickets, and then we ended up giving them to our daughter for her birthday. Correct. Three years ago. <laughs> and so... Better late than never. We didn't do it, like, last minute. No. We weren't, no. We weren't like that. She knew about it way back when. And, but anyway, the, the tickets weren't fantastic. We were side stage. Side stage. We were close-ish. Yeah, we were... I don't know. Row T. T. So that's... How many alphabet rows back? Well, I'm not even going to do the math. But yeah, we, we, were, we weren't 20 rows back. No. Close, but not. But it felt like we were far, far away. I don't know why, but it did. They had a weird stage set up. But yeah, you're right. They did, because they had a VIP thing where they let these people come up on stage and stand... On the stage, side stage. Side stage. But then they had this black curtain so that we couldn't see them. So yeah. it, it impeded our view of the A stage. A little bit, yeah. And that annoyed me. Yeah. But they, then after a few songs, they... They kicked them out and went, go back to your seats. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was a little odd. And, and they had to wear masks yeah, on stage. They had to. 
had their little lanyards and their little bags. Bags of goodies. Yep. Swag. He took, Rob Thomas took like selfies with them. Yeah, I guess. It, it was bizarre. I, I don't know. It was a little odd. But Matt, Matt Nathanson opened up. Right. At, three years ago, it was supposed to be the Wallflowers. We saw Matt open up for Jason Mraz years ago. Yeah. Like when five, his six, eight one ago. song was just getting famous. Yeah. Like a hit. Right. Come Get Higher or something like that. Come on, Get Higher. Yep. And he was great then. Yeah, he was. He he blew Jason Mraz off the stage. He really did. And we Sorry, were huge Jason true. Mraz's. Mraz's? Is that even Jason Mraz's fans. Yeah, Mraz's is. We had seen him before that at Royal Oak Music Theater, and he was really, really, really good. We saw him at the Fillmore with Matt Nathanson, and he was really, really, really bad. And he was in a foul mood. He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there. He He wanted to be at the tech festival. Yeah. But Matt Nathanson was great. Yep. A lot of people didn't know who he was. Right. So we get there... To also see Matt. So we're there early. And in the meantime, our daughter and her friend are coming. And I'm texting with them. Right. And they're like, we're three miles away. Yep. And it took them almost three hours to get to the venue when it should have taken them 45 minutes. Yeah. They missed the opening act. All of of Matt. They got there right as soon as Matchbox 20 came on. A mile and a half took them an hour mm-hmm. plus. It was stupid. Right. That was stupid. And you said that the day before. The day before, The Cure was in town playing a concert at Pine Knob. And I guess because of the traffic situation, a lot of people ended up actually missing the whole show. Yep. And they were on for like two and a half hours. So, it's crazy. It's and it's nuts. weird. I mean, back in the day when I was younger, you had to pay for parking. So, you come in the main gate, you had to pay for the parking then, and then you parked your car. Right. And it was nuts, and they didn't open the gates till late. And now, it's a surcharge on every ticket, so you don't have to do that. You just pull in. But even so, I don't know if it was traffic. I don't know. Construction. I don't know what the problem was. But no clue. No. Well, apparently, long short... I heard like the day after the concert that there were a lot of sheriffs that were trying to stop some road racing on another part of the county. Yeah. Whether I know that that's true, but right. whether that took but if it took a lot the of the people away, a lot of the sheriffs away from this area, I don't know. So a lot of people didn't know who Matt Nathanson was, and they talked through the concert. I was annoyed because I wanted to hear him, and he was right. funny. He was like and a stand-up he's comic. Very, very, yeah. He talks to the audience. He's got a lot to say. He, you know, interacts, and I like that. I enjoy that because it shows them that they're not just cookie-cutter, just out there singing their 10 songs and get off the stage. Yeah, he explained what the songs meant. And then one at one point, he's like, there's one person that I always wanted to meet. Yep. And that was Rob Thomas. And then Rob Thomas walked out. Like, ran across the stage. And, you know, put his arm around him and then walked yeah. again off the stage. It was funny. So that was kind of cool. But he's like, but that's not who it was about. It was about Bill Murray or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he has a song actually called Bill Murray. Yeah. And it was weird. When he came out at the beginning of the show, he said, hi, I'm Jacob Dylan, and we are the Wallflowers. Yep. Because that's what three years ago was supposed to be the opening And then started act. to play a song from the Wallflowers. Right. 
But he does that. When we saw him before, he had mentioned something about Detroit, and he said South Detroit from Don't Stop Believing by Journey. And they actually went into it, and they played the song. And this time he was putting an electric uh, amp thing on his acoustic guitar, of all things. And he said, that sounds really heavy. And he started playing Highway to Hell, and they actually went into it and played most of that. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's enjoyable when you get to see things just kind of off the wall and, and having fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Matchbox 20 was really good. I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I like a lot of songs. Let's back up. Okay. A lot of people don't show up for the opening act. They right. show up before. Right. As we, they, Matt had a couple songs in, people in front of us came. Oh, yeah. Two women. And they had just purchased tickets that day. Yeah. So how they were a row ahead of us when we've had our tickets for three years, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, okay. And know. you were like, I can't believe what she just did. I can't believe what she just did, you said. <laughs> she, she pulled a, a small thing of a Jameson's whiskey out of her I guess she was crouching it. She had it in the front of her pants, and she was facing us in the crowd, and she just, like, pulled it out, which is against the law to start out with, but to be that stupid. And I guess they must have drank that because she got sick as the night went on. Oh, uh, it was karma. It was too bad. It was too bad. Sad. And she, they were, like, in their 40s, maybe 50s. Eh, probably 40s. I'm going to go 40s. Okay, we'll go 40s. So, I mean, they knew better. They weren't stupid. But as soon as one of the songs came on, they're like, oh, we know who this person is. And then they started, like, dancing crazily. Uh, yeah, yeah, stupid stuff. Next to them were an older, older group. Couple. And there was a group of, like, six of yeah. them together. And they were, like, in their 60s. 60s. And the one that sat in front of me had obviously had some disability issues because she couldn't really stand. She couldn't stand through the show. Her husband was next to her, who was also kind of in front of me. Like, right. You know how they, like, jagged? Right. And the whole time... And then on the other side of the women was this geeky, nerdy He guy. was a ner- little nerd by himself. Yep, by himself, which is cool. Cool, cool, cool. But he had the hots for the girl that had crutched the alcohol. crutched the alcohol. And the husband had the hots for the girl that's closest to his wife. Right. And both women are pretty drunk. They are so drunk from alcohol they brought. Yep. And the wife goes to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And she said, what to the wife? I'm going to play with your husband. Yeah, you might have to uh, mess around with your husband or play around with your husband. And I don't think she meant that necessarily in a... Uh, a bad or a sexual way. I think she just, you know, kind of danced and maybe flirtatious to a certain extent. But the wife said, I don't care. <laughs> she probably didn't want to be bothered with him. So it's like, yeah. Because he was a dog. The husband took it pretty literal. Yeah. He had his hands all around her. They were dancing, taking pictures, doing videos. It was just really weird. It was weird. And, then and he nerd, was so disappointed when his wife came back. Came back. Yeah, and the nerd, they ended up getting sick at towards the end of the night yeah. when Matchbox 20 was on. So I kind of, they left early. So I guess both guys were kind of disappointed because 
they were shot down. Yeah. They weren't coming back. The girls weren't coming back, so. No, and, and the other guy with the lady that was so sick, she, he had his arm, he was like rap, rubbing her back. Pathetic. Touching her, hugging her. Pathetic. And I, here I am thinking, don't touch me. Yeah. I, I don't want a stranger <clears throat> touching me. Drunk or not drunk, right. Don't touch me. I, I don't care if I'm single, taken, Flirting? Don't touch me. Well, the weird thing, again, is that they were at least in their 40s. Yeah. So, you know, again, they know better, but I don't know. Maybe they're hanging on to their youth. They still think they're 18. I don't know. I don't know. Quite possibly. We had them. Otherwise, we had pretty good people around us. Yeah, we were pretty lucky in that respect. Norm- that's not normal for us. No, I- usually we get the, the idiots. Well, we did have the idiots in front of us, but they weren't as bad as... Most shows. No. Our daughter had a drunk in back of her who was like belligerent and... When she say singing every word. Yeah. Really, really loud. Really loud. Pathetic. Um, Matchbox 20 comes out and I love Rob Thomas. I like Rob Thomas too. We've seen him before. But there's a bunch of songs you did not know. No, you're right because I I was never into Matchbox Twenty. I like Rob Thomas. I like he. When you see him in concert, he does the biggest hits by Matchbox Twenty because I mean he wrote the songs. Right. Why not sing? I, I, you go see Paul McCartney. Obviously, he's going to do Beatles songs. Same with Ringo Starr. But so I knew those songs. But there was a lot of songs by Matchbox Twenty that they played. That I didn't know probably from the old days. And he didn't play any of his songs. No, which was songs. kind of a disappointment because he's got a lot of really good songs on his solo career. And when Rob Thomas plays, he does covers. Like he's done David Bowie. David Bowie. And there's others that he did that I can't think of right now. He did uh, Talking Heads, Burning yes, Down the House. Burning Down the House. That was amazing. Yeah. He's just amazing. Yeah, he's very, very His talented. His voice man. is really great. He had so much energy. As always. He spent a lot of time on our side of the stage. I was yeah. very happy. I don't know why, but he was mostly on our side of the stage. Was it let? No, it wasn't last year. It was a couple of years ago when we saw him, his solo tour. Yeah. It had to have been three years ago it or was before like, the 20. It had to have been 19 at least, 2019. 19? 18. 2000. Oh, for a minute yeah. I thought you meant 19, 19. No. <laughs> I'm in a time warp right 19. now. 19. It had to have been at least that. Yeah, it was at 18 or 2018. It was a yeah. Chip to Smile tour. And we saw him at Meadowbrook, another amphitheater, which is smaller than Pine Knob. And we saw the opening act, and then it started a storm, and they made everyone leave. And he had to come back. Yeah. A few weeks later, he promised to come back to do the show, so they ended up coming back. And And it wasn't his fault. People were really mad, but it was lightning out. It was trees were coming down. Yeah, it was a really, really, really really bad bad storm. Right before they came out. Literally, like, right, like, last note of the opening act, they were starting to set up the stage, and then the storm hit. Yep. So, and then we saw him at Masonic Auditorium years ago. Yeah, with Anna, with Anna Nalek. There's a blast from the past. Right? Whatever happened to Anna Nalek? I don't know. I, really I followed her too. for a while yeah. on social media. It's weird. She had one hit, one hit wonder. Yeah, I can't even name the song. No. 4 a.m.? No. I don't know. No? 
I, I don't remember the name of the song. It wasn't it, though. I know Matchbox 20 has three, yeah? I know. Breathe. Breathe, yeah. It was a good song. It was a good album. But she's got a lyric in there that's like um, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. and she calls me because I'm still awake. Right, I knew it breathe. had an a.m. in it. Breathe, 2, 2 a.m., that's the name of the song. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, it was pretty phenomenal when we saw him then. He was phenomenal when we saw him last time. And for me, I, you had already seen him with Matchbox 20. I didn't go you and Cora went. but I did with Alanis Morissette. Huh. Who was hoping for them. Yeah. Who was really good. It was like the 90s tour. Makes sense. Yeah. It was like greatest 90s. I can't remember who opened for her because somebody did, but I might have to look that up. I will do so. I don't know. Other than that, we have been doing adulting. Yeah, that sucks. Working on the yard. Yeah, that sucks. I am doing something called Swedish death cleaning. <laughs> what? Yes. So you think of... Will my kids want this when I die? And if the answer is no, you throw it away, you give it away, you sell it. Hmm. And so this is what I'm doing in my office. Yeah. Because I'm like, if they go through this, are they just going to put it in dumpster? Now, our son says he's just putting everything in the dumpster. Yeah, he doesn't have the ambition to go out and list things on eBay and... He doesn't have the patience. No, and I understand that. So we're going to have to come up with a list of things that are, like, worth something and put it in the safe so that they know, like, don't throw your Alice Cooper cane out. <laughs> yeah, autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I own is worth something. Uh, I got, You know, it's I'm all in the eye of it's, the beholder. Correct, but I could sell, I mean, that's the beauty of it. Everything's worth something. It's like I've got comics, I've got CDs, I've got Funko Pops, I've got books, I've got trinkets. And I've you got, do sell them. Yeah, I do sell a lot of them, but for more than, you know, obviously I paid for. But, yeah, so. There's always a buyer for something. Yeah, there's something. Day. It doesn't matter what you have. If someone's going to want it, somebody might want it and like it, or bring them back to their childhood or remember whatever and. I just don't want to be the storage unit for all of that. Oh, well, they're stuck with my stuff. So. <laughs> so I am doing my part. And I am not doing my part. No, they're going to cuss you out. That's all right. Or if you pass before I do, I'm going to be cussing you out. It's not like when my mother passed away and, you know, she had pickles in the it's fruit cellar that were 10 years old. It's or kind of where I think you from uh, my stuff's worth something her stuff was mostly junk yeah we still have some of her stuff in our garage that we got to go through too yeah but doing that is really depressing because it brings you back to whatnot and, well then yeah. we won't be depressed because we'll go through it we'll get over it and then we won't have to deal with it and then we're not leaving our kids with the depression true because then got a lot of her old records which are you know worth something probably but I mean, there's some things that we're not getting rid right. We're not pitching everything. No, I mean, we don't have really that much of her stuff. But I, I have to keep the photographs and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. 
Even though a lot of them, she wrote on the back of a lot of them. Although I will tell were. you, all of that's going to end up in the dumpster when we die. Probably. Nobody's going to know. Probably. For real. I don't know. Have you ever been to like the Salvation Army and there's photograph albums of people that you do not know no, that they're I've never, selling? I've never seen that. That happens. Huh. One time I was in an antique shop and it was all pictures of dead people. Ugh. Like literally, like they were dead, right, right. not like they died. So they were shots of picture of people in coffins and whatnot. They or, were, yeah. They used to do stuff like and that all the time. Some of them weren't even like old from like the eighteen hundreds. Some were like from two thousand seven. <laughs> <laughs> I could never think of going to a funeral on you know like tomorrow and taking a picture of the person inside the casket. I saw. A family member of mine take a photograph of my father in the coffin. Dear Lord. And I thought, like, that's not the memory I would want. Well, if the body all of a sudden sat up, yeah. I mean, he looked pretty good. He did look pretty good. He looked pretty. He didn't look bad because he didn't go through anything really traumatic. So we're lucky in that respect. But it's like, okay, family, everyone stand around the coffin. Let's get a fast, the the final family photo. Let's get a selfie with Ron. Sit sit on his lap like you used to. Oh, my gosh. Did you see, there was on the news something like I had to laugh about that. uh, I guess it was last week or this week. No, last week. Where someone actually passed away. They were in their coffin. They were at the funeral home. And I guess they shut the top and heard moaning, and the person was actually alive, still. Yes, it was like another country. Yeah, it wasn't like Argentina here. or something. Something really off the wall, and and I guess there's something that when whatever happened to the person, I think it was a woman. It was. She was like there ninety was years like, old. Yeah, she was like in a coma type thing and shallow breathing, and I I don't know why they couldn't tell that she was still breathing, but yeah, they. Did everything. And Thank she, God they didn't embalm her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or bury her. It, that's my worst fear. That's why they used to have bell ringers. They used to have a bell, and people in the cemetery would stand guard, and if they heard the bell, they weren't dead, and they'd have to unbury them and save them. because That's weird. Yeah, because your heart, you can go in such a mode that it looks like you're dead. Yeah. And obviously, they're not using a stethoscope. Yeah, tell, obviously. But, I mean, have you ever been to a funeral and you look at the body and you're like, I swear they're breathing? They're, they're moving? Yes. Yeah, it's happened before. And I know it's our eyes playing tricks. But More than once. Yeah. I have been like, are you sure that she's dead? Because I see her Yeah, it seems like she's moving. moving. Yeah. And maybe it's because you want them to move. But, yeah, I've seen that before. More than once. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I know that they sometimes twitch and stuff, but not if they're embalmed. No. If they're embalmed, that doesn't happen. Well, I'm being cremated, so I don't have to worry about looking good. Or someone taking my picture. I just, I just don't understand. I, maybe, maybe that's a thing. Like they videotaped the service. Really? I have the video of it. Oh. I have the DVD. Of the service. I don't think I want to watch it. I, they asked if we wanted to do live streaming, and I said no. <laughs> For all you relatives that couldn't make it to the funeral home, you can go on the funeral home's website. So at Christmas, we'll play my dad's funeral just for, you know. Laughs. 
Well, just for giggles. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. But yes, I do have it. Ugh. And I won't throw it away. I'll well, keep it. No, but... I'll keep it in a box for, so that the so kids, kids can deal can with it, it when I die. die. Yeah. Well, that there won't be go. part of my Swedish death clearing. I don't think so. I'll let them deal with it then. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That will oh, make sense. I didn't know that. Well, we learned about bell ringing and... <laughs> and people coming back from the dead. And she probably, like, they took her to the hospital. Yeah. She probably died again. She died again. Probably. Because she wasn't in good health. Something was like that here in, I believe it was in Michigan last year. It wasn't to that extent. They didn't have them in a casket or anything, but... They said they were legally dead, and then they came back to life. It was in Ecuador. Ecuador. And she banged on the coffin during the wake. <laughs> Could you even imagine? <laughs> that would be a heck of a prank. Tap, tap, tap. Oh, my gosh. I've seen on TikTok where someone put, like, a recording. Oh, no. Yes, in their coffin. Oh, no. And it, that's exactly it. It's like, knock, knock, knock. Oh, uh, no. Not that I'm alive, but hey, you. You're wow. you're a bleep bleep wow. bleep. I hope this person's not at my wow. funeral. <laughs> wow. It's like a like a George Carlin bit. Very odd. Be. Very odd. Yeah. So she was seventy six. She wasn't that old then. No. She, the older I get, that sounds young. That sounds pretty. She was pretty really young. young. Yeah, she was a spring chicken. Whole seventy six. Mm. So relatives left the coffin behind and rushed retired nurse. She was a retired nurse, Bella Mon- Montoya. Montoya, back to the hospital after the wake. It gave us all a fright. You think, you think? so? Uh huh. So she was in intensive care on Monday. I don't know if she passed away or not. Oh, I can tell then. anybody listening out there try not to pass away in Ecuador. Really? Or get sick. No. Wow. I, that, that is scary. That That'd be is, a heck of a lawsuit, huh? See, this is like an Alanis Morissette song, isn't it ironic? And this is macabre and sad, but New York woman dead after head-on collision with her own brother. Ooh. And that's sad. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't even know that that, that is so sad. Mm. So sad. So, yeah. Weird stuff happens. Yeah. It's all interwound. Intertwined, for sure. Huh. All right. Well, that's all I got. You got anything else? Mm, I got lots, but I don't have the time to do it. So maybe next time. Okay. <laughs> you going to sing a song, do a tap dance. They can't see me tap dance. Oh, they could hear you. Good tap, good tap dancing. That. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I bet some somebody out there thinking I was really tapped. I don't think they did. <laughs> I, don't. I don't have any tap shoes. Oh, boy. You can't tap without tap shoes. No. My name's Christy. I'm shocked. I believe in you. This is the Robinette's Nest. Peace. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.